Welcome to What's Good Under the Hood. Here we go. Tom Pollard, NBC News. As he practices his TV voice. It's good. No, I like it when you get up close to the microphone. Because you taught me that the other day. I didn't really realize when I said Tom Pollard, NBC News. And then you went, Tom Pollard, NBC News. I don't even know who Tom Pollard is. He's my friend. He, he, I'll tell you who Tom Pollard is. He has he summited Mount Everest. I believe he's climbed it six times. Good God. And he's my age. And he was good. I think he may even go again. He's crazy. And I said to him, I said, you know, you're by the law of averages, your time has run out. And he said... Well, one thing about when you get older and you're climbing mountains is that you're you take less risk. And he's right. Tom Pollard, NBC News. Tom Pollard. Here, I got NBC you. I'll do your name like that too. Greg, Greg Hood, Master of Columbia. No, let's do Greg Hood, NBC News. Greg Hood. Greg Hood. Do it together. Greg, Greg Hood, NBC News. I was hoping you would do Thomas Crapper. <laughs> yeah. Thomas Crapper, yeah. NBC. Well, you know what? That fits for NBC News. All right. Perfect. All right. All let's right. start. What's good? I think we already did. Oh, I don't know. It's what's good on the hood. To, it's up to him when he does the editing. Rob Sanders of Fox Sports Radio. Greg Rob. Hood. NBC News. NBC News. From Mazda of Columbia, owner of Mazda of Columbia. My name's Andy. Let's get the show on the road. What's good under the hood? What is? Well, we're getting to a point now, Greg, where interest rates are going to be sort of an issue where they may actually affect the industry. Um, and I read this story from News 5. Well, let me correct you. They will. They will. They not may. So, but this comes down to the leasing portion of it where folks have uh, been leasing cars and there's, you know, you've talked about that before where that's, that's a good alternative mm -hmm. instead of just buying a car outright. But with the way that uh, things are right now, as far as the supply goes, uh, some people are saying, Hey, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe I should just buy the car at the end of my lease instead of getting a new car. Well, you can do that. And that's not, I mean, if you were going to go out and replace it with a used car, okay, buy your own car. What the heck? It's not a bad deal. Um, you're, you have equity and you're in good shape and you can get a finance. No problem. That's awesome. But now things change. So once, once your 36 months are up, what else is up your warranty and what do you need brakes? You need some tires. Uh, what else, what else, what other service things do you need? So that starts adding up in a hurry. Right. So you can take that and pile that on top of your car payment. And it starts becoming pretty significant, especially about year. So you've got a three-year lease, you're into it three years old. You go another two years, you're five years into it. And more importantly, most people don't want to keep a car five years, but you've got expenses that come with it. Here's what I'll tell you. If you let's, let's go the other direction on leasing. So everybody's saying, well, now a lease payment and a purchase payment are getting darn, pretty darn close to each other. Um, or sometimes it appears that a purchase is even a better deal because the lease rates are not subvented. A uh, little frustration I have is that what? What's that word? Subvented? Subvented. Oh, subvented. Yes, it means that they're uh, they've kissed the paper. They've helped them a little bit. They've given them a little uh, assistance. Assist huh. Assistance. I like it when Greg brings up words in here to us to idiots. And Sorry, what do you mean? Educates us a little bit. Uh, I was going to say pneumonia, ultracilical volcanic coniosis, but I decided. What's that? I tell you what, if it's, a like minor, a, it's a minor's lung disease, kind of like black say, lung. I it sounded like a physical ailment. Well, there's a, they put the word, they redid the word. Um, say it again. Pneumonia, ultracilical volcanic coniosis. Yeah, you should. That, and they, that, and that they, wait a minute, like a, wait for it. There, the, the microscopic goes in there somewhere because they, they updated the term uh, probably 40 years ago. That sounds like something you get on a, on a, 
on a night when you run out with your shipmates to a i am a wealth of, of useless knowledge i just want you to know that i well hey I've been I've been but, called by my friend Gary Rogers. He called me a generalist. I don't know everything about anything, but I know something about everything. You could have told Andy and I that the word that you just put out there was um, an STD or something that could save the economy. We would have believed either one of them. Well, Andy would get nervous if I said it was an STD, <laughs> but Andy, I don't have that one. Yeah, yeah, no, no I don't have that one. <laughs> pretty sure, <laughs> pretty, pretty sure, pretty sure. <laughs> I didn't get it. No, but I uh, oh, <laughs> we, got, we really got sidetracked there. Yeah. Anyway, back to the the money and the subvention, the subvention portion of it. Um, the you know the one thing about leasing that people really don't think long and hard about is it really mitigates risk for you. So the actuarials sit around, actuarials sit around and you know that word? I do. All right. They sit around and calculate the future, what they think a car is going to be worth at the end. Um, your lease, all leases on cars now, it's set in stone. So that's your residual. And what you're doing if you purchase the car is you're taking the risk of what the car's worth at the end of the term. You can pick up the upside. Now, I did hear something really interesting. Um, General Motors last year, and this is a one-time deal, but last year by people turning in their leases and not buying them or not trading them or not selling them themselves, they picked up over $2 billion. Ford picked up $1.5 billion uh, due to the fact that the values of the cars were so high when they ran through the auction. So the residual is 20. They ran it through the auction. It brought 27. That's Ford's money or that's GM's money, unless the customer takes the action on their own and they go and they trade the car, they sell it themselves or they buy it, they can pick up that money. But they, a lot of people don't, and a lot of people don't think it through, and a lot of people don't care. So leasing, though, and, and I've always been, I've never leased a car, okay? I'll put that out there because I've always just ha had the idea that I'm going to buy a car, and then at the end of it, um, you know, I'll have, have some time left where I don't have a car payment. and But... I mean, I'm starting to understand that, that leasing is, it could be a good option for you at some point. I think for me personally, if I was going to get a new car, I wouldn't do it any, any other way, period. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't buy one. I would lease it um, because I'm protected. If the world falls apart and all of a sudden the car is worth nothing. And I think I talked about it in one show. I talked about the Audi 5000 and that was years ago when it, they claimed 60 minutes claimed it had a sudden acceleration problem and it didn't, they moved the brake pedal over a quarter of an inch and people were missing it with their foot and they're hitting the gas and they were driving through walls and killing people and all that. Yeah. And that's now why you put your foot on the brake before you put your car in gear. But what it did to the residual of the car is it shoved it right in the ground. They were worth nothing. And so, uh, if you leased it, you made your payments for your 36 months and you handed the keys back and you walked away. Well, an interesting stat from uh, JD power says that during the pandemic, uh, cars and trucks leased the rate dropped down to 19% of overall retail sales uh, so far this year, where previously it made up 30% of the market. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a huge. Why would that have changed? Cars. Well, it's rate. I mean, okay. the, you know, when I, I did talk about that before, it's like, you know, when you, there's a money factor, which is actually an APR. And if you want to lower a payment, you lower the interest rate. So the manufacturer or the lender, um, whatever the captive is, they come out with these programs on cars and they were kind of given the rate away or they would prop up a residual. They learned, they used to do that, the residual side of it more. And they learned because they got bit because it was 
unloaded at the back end. They, they got the surprise too. So they're not quite as aggressive on those or it's easier for them to be aggressive on the rate and lower that to get the payment down where it's affordable. Well, now that there's no cars, you know, they don't also, you know, you used to hear dealers advertising, you know, $10,000 rebate on a Chevy pickup or whatever they were afford. Yeah, that's pretty quiet out there right now. You know, you might get a $500 re- uh, first responder or military rebate. That's what we got on a couple of cars. I mean, there's just not that much of it. There's no, there's no reason for them to, you know, subvent you the customer. You want the car, you're gonna buy it. Well, and I'm reading this headline and, and it's interesting that we're in 2022 now. So if you leased a car in 2019, it's now worth an average of $7,200 more than you expected it to be uh, from when you leased it. Hence why GM and Ford made all that money. Yeah. And, and so my recommendation to anybody is don't give it back to the manufacturer. You pick up your windfall. You know, you're in a position where you can, if, as an example, so if you got seven, if your car's worth $7,000 more than what the residual is, then you can go and use that $7,000 towards your next vehicle. And I promise you this, if you put that seven grand equity against the next lease that you're going to do, because it's really air, you just put it toward the next lease you're going to do, your payment's going to be great too. You bought your own down with the equity of the vehicle that happened over the period of time. The problem is a lot of people go, oh, there's 7,000 equity. I'll lease a new car and I'll take that and go to Hawaii or do whatever they're going to do with it. But if you put it right back toward the car, then you're in very, very good shape. And, 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 it, and it makes a very affordable payment. I mean, I think I would rather go to Hawaii. Of course you would. Of course you would. But uh, I mean, if I didn't think that you were, you almost sounded like Dave Ramsey, saving some money. No, I didn't. Sell him. <laughs> I, didn't <laughs> you I look like I look like him. Where's his picture? Oh, it's it? around here somewhere. But, but no, I, I mean, what you're saying makes sense, though. Take that money and put it towards your new lease. And hey, then... let me clarify something about Dave Ramsey. Oh, here but, we go. Here we go again. I saw <laughs> I saw him on TV the other day. He was on Fox News. They were on. A, he was being interviewed by them, and I turned it off. But my, my not everything he says is wrong. Did he bring you up? No, I'm not that big on it. I'm not on his radar, but he, not everything he says is wrong. But when it comes to a car, he's just dead wrong. So yeah. that's it. Well, he says some other things that are wrong. That's but I'm, I'm telling you that taking that equity that's there and putting it toward your next lease, you've just bought it down. And if the market stays hot on your next one, you're going to pick it up again. And if it doesn't, you're fine. But you were able to drive the car at an affordable payment. I've got one last thing I want to get into before... Uh, we wrap up this edition today and I sent this to you and uh, basically because uh, we know that you're from California, but oh yes, the uh, EPA I'm says mom. that California <laughs> can set its own auto pollution rules. Well, they can, and they've always been up to that. Yeah. I mean, if you look at a lot of cars, they'll say California emissions. Actually, you know where I hear that from is when, you know, when I used to, uh, I used to day drink and watch the prices, right. And they know every car with, California emission. That's know, right. When they, when they would uh, give those cards away. Well, there. it costs more money right. f- to have that California emissions added. I don't know if they do now, but it used to be. It used to be broken out on them. And you couldn't buy a car out of state and bring it in. If I bought one in Oregon, uh, it had to be out of the state for a certain period of time before it came in. Otherwise, they knew that you're going to Oregon to buy the car to save some money on the California emissions and blah, blah, blah. But they've always been playing that game. What happened, um, I don't fully recall, but I know that. In court, they were overridden um, by um, 
the the federal government wanted to have more control. And it may have something to do with Trump. I'm not. I I vaguely remember that part that he was trying to eliminate that. But they went back to court, and the court said, "Yeah, you can control what you do," which means that they're you know regulating slash mandating the direction that everything is going to go toward EV. Um, I opened my automotive news the other day, by the way, which is our our publication for the car business, and I'm darn near every article is about EV and what's coming, and right. it is it is full steam ahead. They are just not, they're relentless, but in California's case, and more importantly in Europe, um, I have a a motorcycle that is under Euro five, uh, specifications, They are stricter than we have here in the United States. And the reason that I know is like, you can go get tuners for a motorcycle that make them perform better. Um, they're unable to crack that code on that particular motorcycle at this point. Um, because those, the way they did it, they've tried to block it. But I also heard they're trying to completely eliminate uh, gas-powered <laughs> motorcycles in Europe in general. So they're going to have EV motorcycles too? Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. There is one that's coming that I'd like to have. I can't afford it, but it'll be it's over a 200-mile-an-hour motorcycle. I mean, 0 to 60 on it's just some insane Sweet. Uh, uh, um, you know, quickness, uh, but they're, they're expensive. Let's see who's calling me. You should take that. Who's that? That's Ashley Knight. Ashley Laws is her married name. Oh, well, she's married. Don't take it. Don't take it. What? Well, but look, my final thing with this though is that uh, I have friends that uh, that, that if you're buying a car from out of state, though, if you get a car with that California emission system, I mean, is that something that can hinder you if you have it here? No. Is it harder to work on? Or? No. No. Okay. No. It's just. Just generally what it used to do, and I don't know if it does it so well, it does a little bit. The way it's engineered, it'll choke performance down a little bit. So your your goal of if you want a performance car, you certainly wouldn't want to go to California, especially what's coming, and get a performance vehicle because they'll be kind of probably detuned. And and my motorcycle's the same way. Over what was two years ago and what it is now, they're actually less horsepower. Are you and your mom the last great exports from California? Well, I'm. she's still there. Well, we want her here. We do, but my I have a brother and his family, and I have a sister and her family. Can't we rope them all together and bring them here? Well, I would hope so. I mean, I think that um, as long as my mom's alive, I don't think that my brother or my sister are planning on departing. We're just glad oh, no, that you. Do. I think they would like to. We're just bring them all here. We're just glad that you took the wagon ride to the east. Yeah. Oh, I'm, you're here. You're. I'm glad. Yeah. I have zero regret. Southeast I, is I love, long. I love living out here. Isn't it great? Yep. Well. I didn't know about that stuff with the emissions, and I wonder how how California is going to do that. And when the EPA is saying, "Oh, you can set your own your own stuff," well, the, the, here's else. here's the f- part I would be fearful of. That is kind of a open season for them, so they think probably they can do anything they want. So, what what Gavin Newsom, Newsom's directives are to the Cal EPA, um, boy, I wonder. I have no idea, you know, what is coming, and that. You know, there, there may be vehicles, if they really tighten them down, there may be vehicles that manufacturers won't even bring into California. That, that changes the whole dynamic. They got to know. And they had that struggle in the beginning. But, do, you know, do they want to do this or do they want to do that? And what's most economical for them? So that'll, that'll uh, be part of the equation. All right. Well, the next episode we're going to do, hopefully, is you're opening up this brand new dealership. And I want to take me and Andy and yourself, obviously, we're just gonna like walk around and look at stuff. How long? Anybody else? How long do we? Are we? How how far into construction do I need to be? Because you want to have furniture in there. Well, no. All, I mean, all we, we need is we a keg. 
Well, yeah. you just need a keg. I mean, a keg and some chicken and, salad. And let the let the workers <laughs> on the building hit the keg while they're yes. doing what they're doing. Yeah. The sheetrock's hanging sideways yeah. and the, the lights are no, on the I top mean, of the building. I just think it would be cool to go there and uh, take a look because you're going to have it opened up. I mean, we're looking at like, what, May, maybe? Well, we were looking at May 1, and I can't get the doors to the service drive. They're supposed to ship on May 3rd now. And why they've only had a year to make them. I don't know why it takes so long, but oh, supply chain problems. Anyway, um, so they, that's delayed us. So I'm kind of figuring we'll hopefully have a kind of a soft opening about the 15th to, to 20th of May, and then we'll be wide open uh, by June 1. You're going to have like a grand opening party with snacks? Nothing that you can come to. Okay. Nothing because you'll eat all the snacks. Yeah, we don't get any <laughs> snacks, Andy. <laughs> Damn it. No snacks. I don't know. You know, it, it's funny. I was thinking about that. I don't. I don't know that I want to have a grand opening party. Yeah, I don't know. We weren't talking about for everybody else. We we're just talking about for us. Oh, three. us. Oh, yeah. We'll get some. We'll <laughs> get some chicken nuggets. Chicken, chicken nuggets. nuggets. Some and, and some <laughs> sauce from Chick Fil A. Some Polynesian sauce. We'll be fine. <laughs> we right. can check out the new crackers we got there. They are going to be brand new. Brand new crackers, Andy. Yes. Oh, I actually, crackers. I actually had the one yeah. in in my office, and I do have one in my office. I am blessed. Um. But I had it replaced because it was a. It was not the best. It was not a good one. No, well, if really I'm going to have a new store, I want a new crapper. I don't blame you on that. But it, the old one in, it, in there was not good. No. It was something weird about it. It was the wrong shape for the area. And that bathroom's really small anyway. So it was. But I have one, so I'm happy. Enough about the crapper. That does yeah. it for this episode of What's Good Under the Hood. Rob Sanders, an owner of Massa of Columbia, Greg Hood. I was going to say Gregory. Gregory's fine. But it used to be Gregory. Now it it's is. just Greg. It's Gregory Vincent Hood. Make sure Vincent. Yes. What a great stately name. That's my a, dad's middle name. For a great stately individual. Please like, subscribe, and share the show and hit your what were you saying last episode? The notification notifications. So and leave you, a comment. So when the new episodes arrive, it'll ding you and you can come watch and listen. Yes. Thanks for watching and listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.